Hello, this is Carolina with Temecula Town Podcast, and today I have here Melissa Greenberg. She happens to be a local comedian who has put together a couple of comedy events in town. So, Melissa, can you let us know how you got started into comedy? Sure. Um, I started in New York. I lived there for about 25 years, and somewhere, I think about age 40, I was trying to get pregnant and, and couldn't. I tried for about 10 years. And it was always something I wanted to do, comedy. And, and I just thought at that point in my life, what am I scared of? Like I, the not being able to get pregnant, the struggles, just, just the general pains and, and, and the way life touches you, I think, kind of shapes you. And at one point I just said, why am I not doing everything that I want to do? And I started, I took a class, then I took another class, and then I started performing and producing my own shows. Um, it was really just, you know, one of those moments where it's like, well, how scary could it be? And um, it was pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. Um, well, just getting on stage is scary for many people. That, I think, once I'm up there, you know, that's when I realized, oh, I'm fine. This is a conversation. Oh, you know, only you guys shouldn't be talking. <laughs> this is, this is, um, it's a dynamic that that is a conversation, but it's not. It's a really. It's interesting because you're very aware of the audience. You feel them there. You know, you, you're getting a response. So it's it's neat to have that kind of engagement. It's live. So even if you tell the same story a hundred times, how they land for different people, it's always something's always going to be different about it. I, I was scared, but I did it anyway, and I haven't looked back. I've been performing probably about. 10, 11 years now. I did get pregnant. Yay! I didn't fit twins. <laughs> and I moved back to California to be close to family. And I'm now in Temecula. And I've been producing shows in the area for about five years. But what excites me the most is that I'm now at the Merck in Old Town Temecula. Yay! And That's a really nice facility. That, man, that is the coolest venue. If you have never been there, it's, it's a 50-seat theater. And I was introduced to it by Sherry Williams, who does who has done jazz there for years. And if you want to be like immersed in the thing that you love, like you love jazz, you're, it's a it, inside. It's very cool, tall ceilings, brick. It's just what you would picture if you wanted that kind of sexy cabaret experience. That you know that dark jazz yes. thing. And the first show we did, we shot a, a comedy special for Ace Gian. Uh, he's He's an international headliner, but he's he's based in the Inland Empire, and just the response was extraordinary. People were so happy to be out of the house. I mean, I I was the feature, and I got a standing ovation, and I'm not that fun. So <laughs> it was uh, exciting. Temecula was like, "Yep, we need comedy here," and it's very cool to be working with the city of Temecula. Um, well, adjacent with them, but I've got a year's worth of dates now at the Merck, and we have really exciting people. And it's it's nice because all of the shows I've done have been in bars, a lot of them, even really nice bars, uh-huh. um, but they're still bars. Like, you're still competing with the drink order or maybe some bar noise, and this is, I mean, there is no bad seat. There's 50 seats, so I can see everyone in the audience, you know? And it's, it's a very cool feeling to be able to work in a room like that. Anybody can be funny in a huge room. I know it sounds like that wouldn't be the case, 
but with a room full of 250 people, people start laughing. You can crush in a room like that. But in a room with 50 people, um, it's it's a real experience. And, and it's people that are there specifically for comedy, specifically to laugh, and nothing's interrupting them. It, it's just magical. And I'm super excited to be able to do that. That's really cool that you have all these dates up ahead. I mean, I've been to the Merc, but not for an event necessarily. I think I went to an art show and then bought some tickets. Yeah. Um, That's basically it. But I've never been in an event back there. But I have seen the venue, and it's really nice. I like the intimate setting. It's kind of cool. It's like an experience that you get to have watching anything live in there. You get that feeling that this is only going to happen once, and it's magical. I wouldn't be surprised if it's, like, haunted or something. It just feels like it's got the ghosts of artists' past in there. Well, it has some history, too, right? I think it's one of the older buildings in the area, which has, like, a novelty in itself because of that. It's just gorgeous. It's a great experience. And I I believe that wasn't... Their intention was originally just... It's because it's next to the community theater. That was the theater, and then the work was going to be their offices. But they started doing little performances out of there and now they do uh, country music nights they've got some one-off shows it's just a it's a very cool theater that's great you know I haven't heard too many events there usually I hear about the events in the community theater back you know because it's a bigger venue or whatever but I never seen anything or you know I guess now that I've gone online I'm like okay so they have the jazz stuff and I did see the country thing and then I've seen your event, which is coming up, right? The stand-up comedy. On 28th, because it's a smaller intimate venue, I mean, those it sells out pretty quickly. We've found a lot of positive response to it. So I've got like 10 or 12 seats left for each, the 7 o'clock and the 9 o'clock show on Saturday, August 28th. But the performers, I mean, we've got Monique Marvez, and she should be somewhat of a household name around the Inland Empire, at least. I know she's been, got a comedian for 30 years. She's been on Showtime, HBO Max, Netflix. Uh, she's had several one-woman shows and specials. This is just an incredible talent. And she's someone I call like a truth teller. She's not dirty. She doesn't have to be. You know, she just lays, tells it like it is. And I watch her interact with the audience. It's, it's super cool. And people have a lot of misconceptions about comedy shows. Like, oh my God, if I sit in front, what's going to happen to me? (laughs) You know, oh, don't notice me, don't notice me. Yeah, Um, you don't want to be picked on by the comedian, for sure. (laughs) You know, you'll find that kind of stuff at an open mic, or you'll find it like, okay, look, if you act up in a show, fine. You're attracting negative attention, and you'll get dealt with accordingly. I would say that's probably a pretty green comic that would do something like that. Or it's someone you're going to see who is specifically like a shock comic, you know, and you want to go get insulted. Um, (laughs) I appeal to women. And women make up more than 50% of the buying choices. Like when when, when someone decides, hey, we're going out, um, it's typically, I would say, the woman that says, let's go see a comedy show. Um, So I don't see any value in injuring anybody specific, especially women it's okay to tease a guy a little bit I would say you can make but I don't know no one likes to see really women getting abused um, <laughs> oh I think because of the stereotype so, we're so fragile or you know <laughs> I don't know you know what it's just it's not funny um, I, I don't know 
something that has to be done carefully. But if you're a heckler, yes, you're going to attract attention. I try to make it my business, though, not to engage too much with hecklers. They come up from time to time. Um, because then you're having the, the uh, you're having the show in the audience. And really, a comedian has spent 20 minutes, or, I'm sorry, spent their whole lives preparing their 20 minutes or an hour, whatever they're going to say to the audience, and a heckler disrupts that. Basically steals the show from every from everyone else. It's uh, you know I'm not going to say that there haven't been times that I've seen comedians just own somebody who was acting up in the audience, but really they shouldn't have to. You know, like someone goes to an office, you don't have someone sitting there slapping the pen out of your hand or you know unplugging right. your computer. It's just it's like stop it, behave. Right. People think oh I'm helping their little skit, um, and again. You find that more with bar shows. I have found in this amazing Merck setting that you've got, I mean, you've got their attention. <laughs> there, there's nothing else in the room but the moving thing on stage. So, um, and they're very close. So if they wanted, they could pet me or something. Yeah, I find that because this is a dedicated venue for theater, the sound is great. People are sponsoring the show. People that want to see live theater, to see live performances. The, the response has been amazing. Party realtors, two mortgage guys, uh, Seven Hills Engineering, Ryan Brothers Coffee. Ryan Brothers Coffee is a local coffee company that is now the official coffee of the Merck, of the Temecula Community Theater. Okay. So it's, it's local businesses supporting local businesses. That's and supporting. great. Congratulations. Yeah. Not only do you have a really cool yeah. venue, you have, you know, some kind of commercial interests of people, organizations, well, companies sponsoring you. Yeah, yeah because, they, well, they know that I can bring bigger talent that way. You know, I can get people to come out of L.A. This show, these shows are on Saturday nights. So in order to lure comedians um, from bigger cities or from San Diego or from uh, Los Angeles down here, you have to be able to pay them competitively. You got started doing this in Temecula within the last year for the Merc? Is that my understanding? We did our first show at the end of July. Okay. They did not have stand comedy there. And like, I'm friendly with uh, Sherry Williams who does jazz at the Merc. And she brought me in. She said, Hey, we don't have comedy there, but we've long wanted it. I think they did improv for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but they were texting me to see like, what can you bring? And I, I wasn't going to bring something raunchy. And we do two performances, otherwise we couldn't afford it. <laughs> but yeah. but it's, um, it, was, it had a tremendous response. I was very grateful to see the response. People are happy to be out of the house. Yes. And they were very appreciative. And, and I brought, well, Ace Gian was our first one. He's a musical comedian, so he does musical impressions. It's really, it was a very like, um, rich show because of, of what he does. And Monique Marvez, I mean, She's a star. She's somebody, I don't know why she's not a household name, but she's pretty well known. And we've got some, some I would say, national headliners and people that you've seen on TV uh, throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, that so sounds it's, cool. I, I look forward to it. I hope I can make it. It's on, so you got your event here at the Merc on August 28th, which is a Saturday. Yeah. And then you have two shows, 7 yeah. and 9 o'clock. For people that go to the 7 o'clock, well, there's all the fun of Old Town Temecula afterwards, all those venues down there. And if you come to the 9 o'clock, well, you have dinner first. Um, there's a lovely concession stand at the Merc. Um, it's, I mean, limited as far as a meal, but it's definitely, they have 
craft beers and, and local wines and stuff like that. So it's, Of course they so do. Yes, they do. <laughs> well, you're not in the in any of these performances, are you? I, I mean, I see Monique's name I'm on there. Are you going to be in the performance yourself? Well, I host every show. I do about five minutes at the top. I bring up a feature. And a feature is a comic. I'm what you would call a career feature. I mean, I... <laughs> I can open for somebody much bigger. Mm-hmm. And really the people, the headliners that I'm booking are people that you've seen on TV that have movie credits that travel the world, whatever. There, you know, there are some local headliners, but for the most part, I mean, I'm providing as good or better than uh, the local casinos and stuff like that. This is a... Wow, a that's feature, great. A, a feature can do 20, 30 minutes, you know, before a headliner warm them up. The, the MC, the host of a comedy show, um, opens it or, you know, handles any issues, any any what we call housekeeping <laughs> that needs to be done on behalf of the theater, you know, just checking in with the audience, keeping the energy levels up. But in these particular shows, because I'm getting professional comics, and there are headliners that will also feature people that regularly headline, but in this case, I've got a headliner who wanted to open for Monique Barbez, so he's willing to do that, like, 20-minute spot before her. I just, I'm thrilled with the quality of just the venue and the performers that we're able to get. But I will be hosting every single one. A lot of people know me locally, you know. <laughs> I'm not famous. But, <laughs> but I, I, you know, the, the shows that I've done have done really well. And, and they have a nice following. I've had shows in, in Murrieta and in Temecula, Canyon Lake, all kind of all around the area. I see some of the people that I've been seeing in the last few years that are now showing up to this show, and it's it's my focus. It's cool that the city is actually allowing you to do this, because sometimes, I, I mean, I've just heard that city doesn't authorize for certain things, they don't like it, or, you know, I think... I that, got lucky. Yeah, they I could be very particular. Because I, in, <laughs> because I was brought in with um, Sherry Williams from Jazz at the Mark, oh, okay. I think that's that kind of koshered me. That she wouldn't bring in somebody who's going to just be filthy um, or insulting or assault the audience. And quite frankly, uh, we would know within one show because if people were upset or hurt or, or felt um, it wasn't good quality, they wouldn't buy tickets and yeah. <laughs> then I would starve to death. So I'm not here to starve. I'm here to bring incredible comedy and performers. It's kind of got that boutique experience, that boutique feel that, that you can get somebody that's maybe in the middle of a tour and they're going to stop in Temecula. And, and it's fun for the performers, too, because they're just so appreciated. Do you have any handles or links you want to share? Sure. Well, on Facebook, currently that's that's the best way to find me, is Empire Comedy on, on Facebook. Um, my email is empirecomedysd at gmail.com if people have questions or want to be booked on a show. And I'm, I book shows all over... Southern California, so I had some shows in San Diego, Oceanside, um, and again, all over the Inland Empire. They, they make great fundraisers, and I have access to a ton of talent. I work with Golden Artist Entertainment, and we can get just about anybody to fit any budget. So it's 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 a great way, I have found it's a great way to raise money for various um, fundraising events. And if people just sell tickets, Everybody has a great time, and, and their their uh, their cause makes a lot of money. So I, that's very gratifying. But, yeah, uh, businesses, anything to – we send comics, God, into all kinds of stuff. I did a, 
uh, the opening of a hair salon oh. in San Diego. You know, grand opening, just do some material. We've done some uh, just unusual venues. I also book um, hypnotists, so comedy hypnosis shows as well, which are also interesting to watch. Thank you for listening to Temecula Town Podcast. If you would like to submit ideas or comments about how to do this podcast better or if there's any stories you'd like to share, please email at TemeculaTownPodcast at gmail.com.